0: Of all of the mistakes that you could be making on a site like Fiverr, what are the top five mistakes that you really don't want to make? In this episode, I'm going to go through the top five things I wish someone had told me before I got started on Fiverr, and I'm going to break down exactly what you do need to know, even if you are brand new, so that you can avoid those account warnings that none of us want to see when we wake up in the morning. All right, guys, let's dive in and do it. Right, guys a lot of you have been asking for this episode so i thought i would sneak it in before i wrap up season one of my podcast we are going to talk about five fiverr mistakes you do not want to make and real quick before i dive into it you guys know what i'm going to say please leave me a five star review or just a review okay it doesn't have to be five stars but a review on this podcast if you have not already i have a very low review count on this podcast i know a lot of people are listening so. Show your girls some love. This will help me build up credibility with the podcast, so I can have on the kind of guests that you guys want me to have on this fall. Trust me, you guys want me to have these guests on. So help a sister out. If you have not left a review, if you want to just pause it real quick and leave one, I would be very, very grateful for that. All right. So a lot of you have been asking me for this episode. You want me to go over the major Fiverr mistakes you don't want to make with your profile, and I completely understand that, which is why I'm going to give you. Five of them in this podcast episode. Now, note there are more mistakes than just these five, and I have made plenty of them on Fiverr. Believe it or not, I've probably received over four account warnings over my seven years on Fiverr. I've gotten in trouble occasionally with them. So don't hold yourself to this perfect standard where you can't ever possibly mess up or receive a warning on Fiverr. That's not healthy and not fair to you. And I just want to be transparent with you guys and let you know that I too have slipped up with account warnings on Fiverr, and I just want you to know that. And I want you to know that making mistakes is okay, and it's part of the learning process. It's part of any process, and the more comfortable you become with making mistakes, the more quickly you are going to be successful at whatever it is you do, because a lot of the times people are so afraid to make a mistake for whatever reason or for personal pride reasons that they end up not even trying at all. So embracing mistakes is definitely a part of this journey and you are going to make mistakes when freelancing and that is okay. You are a human being and that is how you are going to get better at this in the end. So without further ado, let's dive into this list. Number one, you guys already know what I'm gonna say is not using photos of yourself on your freelancing profile. People are not booking you to model for them on Fiverr. They need to see you to trust you. A lot of people have been burned online. They've had scammers steal their credit card. They've had people impersonate other people. They've been catfished. They've had people try and steal their social security number. You know, a lot of people... Are scared of giving out information on the internet. They are distrusting. It's still a very new thing for all of us to only be communicating through mobile devices. It's not quite the same thing as sitting down in person with someone, which is why the more quickly you can establish trust with your potential client, the more quickly they are going to spend money on your service and the more likely they're actually going to give you a five star review because they're going to feel like they trust you and they know you. So even if you by chance deliver a subpar order, they are going to more likely still give you a five-star review if they truly feel like they know you and you have their back. Using photos of yourself is the quickest way to establish trust. It's the quickest way to show someone that you are not some random person in a basement thousand miles away pretending to be somebody else. So I know a lot of people say to me, I don't want to put my picture online. I don't know how else to tell you guys. You have to. You have to. I mean, one of the most comforting things I've realized is that nobody is ever really thinking about you. I think in our heads, we think that other people care tremendously about us or what we look like or what we're doing, but people are pretty selfish at the end of the day. They're caught up in their own drama and their own life and their own BS. They're not sitting there studying what your Fiverr picture looks like, I promise you. So if you feel like you look ugly or you look terrible, I can tell you, no, you don't. But if you feel that you do, just know that no one really cares. You know who does care is that potential client who wants to spend $50 on your service but they want to know that you actually are who you say you are, where you say you live. So you have to use photos of yourself in your profile and on every single one of your gigs, there has to be imagery of you. There has to be proof that you exist and that you are who you say you are. I don't know how many more times I can explain that to you guys. Please, you know, go hire a professional photographer. They know how to hit your right angles so that you feel better about how you look. I know a lot of people end up Feeling self conscious on camera because they've only ever had like terrible pictures taken of them. So go book a professional who can work with you and help you to feel confident in the skin you're in because confidence is what is attractive to people. I won't dive into this discussion, but the energy that radiates out of you is actually what creates attraction more so than what you physically look like. So if you feel like you physically look subpar, if you get out there and start radiating that self esteem, that self-confidence, I can promise you. Not only are you gonna get a Fiverr client, but someone might actually slide into your DMs. Okay, now that the dating advice portion of this is over with. <laughs> second thing, second mistake is not logging on for a day on a site like Fiverr or Upwork. It's taking an entire day off to not even check your accounts is a big, big no-no. Why is this a big no-no? Because right on your profile on Fiverr is your average response rate. Both. For your regular orders as well as your inbox and if you tank in that response rate to where it's like 20 hours Fiverr is not going to promote you in the algorithm and people are not going to work with you because you know why when someone's on fiverr they need something done and they need it done quickly they're not messaging you to wait for your response two days later i can promise you that they are messaging you to wait for a response within the next one to three hours before they move on to the next client and we are all guilty of this when we contact a brand Or an airbnb host or anyone else if someone doesn't answer us for three hours we get testy and the same thing happens with freelancing so you gotta have these apps on your phone you gotta have the notifications turned on you don't have to work on sundays but you do have to check your phone every so often send out a message it takes five minutes it's not a big deal it's not going to ruin your life so you you cannot log out completely of these sites for 24 hours It just does not work that way. If you are going to be off the grid or if you're going to be on a trip where you know you're going to have no service for a couple days, you may want to extend your gig timers and let all of your current people in your inbox know that ahead of time. And just know that it is going to ding your profile a bit when you're not answering people for three days at a time. So it's just something you have to keep in mind. This is why I do recommend that people eventually get off of these freelancing sites and manage your own private clients so that you can. Go to Burning Man for five days and not lose any of your clients while you're there. Third thing is not reading the terms of services on these freelancing sites. Guys, if you have not read the Fiverr terms of service, I highly recommend you do so immediately because they have some very weird rules that I was not aware of. And when I would violate them and get an account warning, it would give me a heart attack. So One of those weird rules is that you are not supposed to complete schoolwork for someone, whether that's an undergraduate degree or someone getting a doctorate. If someone's reaching out to you and asking you to complete work that they are going to claim in any type of academic setting, that is against the Fiverr Terms of Service. You might not have known that, and that's why you need to read their Terms of Service and memorize it, write it down on postcards, because you want to make sure that you do not ever violate it. Another thing being, you cannot deliver impartial work on Fiverr. You might say, well, the client didn't give me enough information. Fiverr doesn't care. You either need to contact them and find more, or you need to cancel it. But delivering impartial work is worthy of an account warning on Fiverr. This happened to me because I was not aware of it. And these are all things that you will see from reading the terms of service. And that holds true for any other site that you're doing business on. You always want to read the terms of service because the things you think might be normal or accepted or actually not, and you really don't want to have that jeopardize this new business and this new income that you have coming in for yourself. Fourth mistake. This one surprises people a lot. The fourth mistake is starting your gigs at only $5. You're probably going, Alex, what? It's called Fiverr. You're t- you are you trying to tell me that they don't want me to charge $5 for a gig. You would be correct. Fiverr should have thought through their name when they launched 10 years ago because they They have had a little bit of a branding crisis since then. Fiverr doesn't want to be known for this place where people can go find crappy, cheap work anymore. They're trying to climb up in the world of freelancing and develop a little more of a prestigious name for themselves when compared to an Upwork, which is why they don't want people to start at $5 anymore. It makes them look like the bargain basement corner. They want you to start at $10 or $15. There is pricing psychology involved there. When you say your service is worth $15, people start to think, oh, that must be a higher quality service than the person charging $5 since they're asking more money for it. Granted, if you're brand new, you you can't charge $500 for a blog post, no one's going to book you, but I highly recommend that you start all of your gigs at at least the $10 or $15 mark. I even believe that Fiverr will boost you a little more favorably in your algorithm if you do this. So that might have you guys going, oh my God, thank God, I don't have to only charge $5. No, you don't have to charge $5. That's why when all these people will say to me, like, I don't understand how you make all that money on Fiverr. Isn't it based on $5? I'm like, oh, please, God, tell someone who cares and go check out Fiverr because you will see any serious seller on there is very far away from that $5 mark. So if you're brand new, stick with $10, stick with $15. It's better for you. It makes you look more legitimate and you're going to earn more money. So it's a win-win. Okay, the fifth and final mistake that I do not want to see you guys make is failing to review your competition obsessively and make changes to your gigs, to your prices, and to how you position yourself based on this research. For the first four years on Fiverr, I would check in on the same five or seven accounts that I deemed to be my direct competition religiously. Like, it was stalker level how much I would check what these people would were doing. I would check if they opened a new gig, I would look at it obsessively. What are they charging? How are they wording it? Do they have reviews already? What are the people saying about their services? Did they raise their rates from last week? Oh my gosh, did they advance from level one to level two? Did they raise their rates after they advanced a level? How did they word this? Did they add a new add-on? Like These are the things that I was checking like a mad woman. And I can't even believe it is free to be able to study your competition and do that kind of research. And I don't know why more people don't take advantage of that. That is like the most advantageous thing you could possibly be doing right now to grow your freelancing business is check out what other people are doing. If it is not broke, do not fix it. I mean, I came up with the idea to ebook write from seeing other people already offering ebook writing on Fiverr. You do not have to sit there and come up with this like groundbreaking service that no one has ever offered before in the history of freelancing. You can just go check out what other people are selling and what works for them. That you might see, oh, product descriptions are doing really well, uh, but I don't know how to do that. You can go learn how to do that. You can look it up on Google. You can go practice it. You can watch a YouTube video. There's so many different things that you guys can do for free to advance your services that you offer on a freelancing site. As always, I have to then give myself a little plug. I do have a copywriting course, guys, for those of you who are looking to get better at copywriting or know about the other things that you should be offering as a copywriter. Got to plug that link in bio on Instagram and TikTok. Okay, done with the shameless plug. There you have it, though, guys. Those are my top five things, top five fiber mistakes you don't want to make. Those are things that I had to learn the hard way. And luckily, you have me babbling here at a microphone so that you don't have to go and make them yourself. And if you're ever, you know, caught in the middle of something and you're afraid you're about to make a big mistake that you don't want to actually make, please post to my Facebook group about it. People will chime in and give you feedback in real time. People find this Facebook group so, so helpful. So if you haven't joined it, please do. It's called Freelancing Mentorship with Alexandra Fasulo, and it is linked on my website. Ooh, guys, we're getting to the end here. We're coming to the end of season one. It's making me feel a lot of different feels. I'll save the feels for the next and final episode after you listen to this one. But as always, guys, if you have any ideas or things you wanna see me doing or things I have not done yet, please shoot me an email to contact at alexfasulo.com with your biggest business questions or suggestions. My business partner, Brianna, will be going through all of these things and making sure I am aware of them. So do not worry, they will be read. As always, guys, thank you for listening. And I hope these podcasts have helped you grow in your freelancing and side hustle journey. I have so much more information that I want to share with you guys, including additional side hustles and passive income streams that exist outside of the realm of freelancing. We're heading into some exciting times here in the freelance fairy tales universe. But as always, guys, I hope you have found this helpful. If you haven't left me a review, please do so. I'm begging you. If I was near you, I would give you a hug. Otherwise, I'm giving you a virtual hug if you leave me a review on my podcast. So With that, guys, I'm going to wrap up and head into the last and final podcast of season one. Talk to you soon. Bye.